At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in, fine citizens. Happy Throwdown Thursday here on the Detroit City Cast, brought to you by Bet Rivers. So much to get to. We got the NIT final, updated numbers and betting splits on the final four. I've got some golf that we're going to discuss over the weekend and some plays that I'm on that I want you to keep abreast of. Obviously, the tournament will have already started, but you can always bet live throughout the tournament. Uh, this is, of course, the, the week before the Masters, and uh, some very good strategies I have with that as well. A very interesting situation for Michigan football in the spring game on Saturday, and I want to talk about the latest numbers and updated thoughts about the Lions draft. There's some betting movement with that. There's some uh, you know movement with as far as the thought process behind who the Lions might take or might who, who might still be there. A player, of course, that I've been discussing for a long time, Aiden Hutchinson. Maybe he will be there at number two, uh, and we'll go number one. So we'll get into all that coming straight up. Let's first take a trip to the Motown betting window, and it's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. We've got Pistons and Sixers. The Pistons can just continue to be a cover monster. They had covered 14 straight. Now it's 15 to 17, and you know they're playing the Sixers in Detroit tonight. Of course, no Jeremy Grant. And it's the Pistons have played a lot better and have been a good cover team at home. But Philly, you know, is just another beast. I mean, obviously Brooklyn was too, giving 14. The Pistons almost won that game and were up for the majority of it until the third quarter. Now you've got Philly at Bet Rivers minus 10.5, minus 110. Pistons plus 10.5, minus 110. Moneyline Philadelphia minus 590. Pistons plus 425. Total 222.5 over minus 113. 
under minus 109. And for me, remember I said stay away from the Brooklyn game. And yes, the Pistons led for much of that until the third quarter. Ended up covering and losing by less than 10 in the end. But I said to stay away from that. And the Nets could have easily gone on a tear. Detroit was missing a lot of shots. And I didn't really feel good about that scenario. Now you've got Detroit at home, though. And of course, Philadelphia, a much better team. And the way that Embiid can do things, you know, it's out of control when you can't play defense. And the Pistons have obviously struggled at times playing defense. The Philly, uh, the 76ers just had that, that rough loss with a controversial ending in the block shot um, with the Bucks a couple nights ago and lost 118 to 116. So both these teams have been off since Tuesday. And the Pistons have been a really solid team at home. A spell, you know, obviously not winning a ton of games, but with covers. And right now, you know, as I mentioned, Jeremy Grant, of course, is Diallo out for the season. Corey Joseph, a game-time decision. Chris Smith, of course, is out as well. No real injury issues for the Sixers here. My lean is Pistons plus 10.5. I mean, this isn't a, you know, a, a strong official selection, but Detroit's been so good at covering. Like, they're going to lose this game, but can they lose it by 7? Can they lose it by 8 and still cover the 10.5? I think they can. Uh, I think Cade Cunningham and Sadiq Bay have a good night together. And I think the Pistons get this cover. So it's a lean for me. Pistons plus 10.5 right now. Minus 110 at Bat Rivers. How about the NIT? The NIT final. We split the games the other night. I, I definitely was on the Bonnie's train. And unfortunately, they ran into a buzzsaw and Xavier, who maybe played their best game of the season. AM, of course, was the easy win over Washington State, and you look at this game right now, the last time it'll be Madison Square Garden, at least for a couple years, the NCAA is going to take bids on where the NIT is going to go uh, because they're leaving the Garden for the first time since the late 30s. It's never not been in the Garden except when they moved to Texas because of COVID, North Texas. But you got Texas A&M right now at Bet Rivers, minus 4.5, minus 112, Xavier plus 4.5, minus 109, the money line for A&M, minus 205, Xavier plus 165, total 135.5 over minus 110. Under minus 110 as well. And in this game, the line seems like it's a little high. I think it should be closer to three. That being said, I love AM. I've bet them every game in this tournament. I've had a lot of success with them. I, I definitely thought the Bonnies were going to get the best of Xavier. But I think that the announcing crew uh, in Fran Frischill included that were calling the game on Tuesday night made a great point about Xavier having the most talent of the Big East. This is obviously a team with, you know, Villanova and Marquette and St. John's and uh, Providence and so many other good teams that they might have had the best talent in the Big East, just kind of underachieved at times, kind of like the Michigan Wolverines, for example. You, you, got, you cannot take points with Xavier. You can't not do that in this situation. I think A&M's got a great chance of winning. This seems like a very close last, you know, one-two possession type thing at the end of the game. Xavier might even be up. And I'm definitely taking Xavier. It's a full selection for me, a full unit play, plus the four and a half, saving a little juice right now, Bet Rivers, minus 109. So that's where we're at with uh, the big games and the local games. I want to take a look at the final four odds, and we're going to continue to talk about these games as we get closer and closer uh, to Saturday night. And we're going to bring a full, do a full breakdown of the games uh, on tomorrow's some fantastic Friday show. Lines are kind of sticking where they've been. You know, right now, Kansas still minus 4.5, minus 109 at Bet Rivers against Nova. Nova plus 4.5, minus 110. Kansas minus 200 and uh, plus 165 on the comeback for Nova on the money line. The total, 132.5 over minus 113 and the under minus 108. And here is the splits so far on this one. 82% of the money's on that Kansas money line, minus the 200 bucks. 60% of the bets. 
64% of the money's on the K, KU spread, minus four and a half, 63% of the bets. And to me, I just, I, as I talked about earlier in the week when these lines first came out, I think there's a lot of value on Nova plus the points. I'm not going to go money line. I think Nova can win this game. But you look at all the different, you know, numbers here with all the majority of the money on KU, I think there's definitely value on Nova plus the points here. Uh, and then also on the over, 52% of the money, 50% of the bets right now, very close right now in that total. Like the total is exactly where it should be. Might end up, you know, might hit 132 or 133 right where it's at based on when you got the number. And uh, I'm going to stay away from the total in this one. As far as Duke and North Carolina, as we've said, the 100th time they're going to play in Coach K's career, the first time they will ever play in the NCAA tournament, that's bonkers. This line's been kind of flat at, at four for Duke, minus 112 at Bent Rivers for the last several days. North Carolina plus four, minus 108. Uh, the total for the money line for Duke, minus 200. North Carolina plus 163. And the total over 151 and under both are minus 110 at Bat Rivers. Here are the numbers for you. 66% of the money is on the Duke money line, minus 200 just like Kansas. Very, you know, less less of the overall money than Kansas on the money line, but still a significant portion of it. 55% of the total bets are on the Duke money line. Duke spread, 57% of the bets, or money, excuse me, are on Duke minus four. It's basically been at four the whole time. And 46% of the bets. So there is... Some money on North Carolina plus the four. That was my lean earlier in the week as well. As I mentioned, we're going to dive further into these games coming up on the show on Friday. But I definitely am leaning both to Nova and North Carolina plus the points. I think at least one of them is going to cover. Maybe one of them wins outright. And there's definitely a great chance for both of them to cover. Uh, I just don't see Duke and Kansas both winning. I think you're going to see one upset in these two games. Definitely on the point spread for sure. Also on the total, uh, the over 151.5, way too high for me to, to play, play around with in this game. Because as I mentioned, all the Elite Eight games and the majority of the Sweet 16 games all went under. 40%, 5% of the money is on the over in this game, so the majority on the under. And just 47% of the bets are on the over as well. So there definitely is some play on the under. I'm going to stay away from the total in that one as well. All right, and that is a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. We got a lot to get to coming up. Interesting news about Michigan uh, when it comes to the spring game and who's going to be the honorary captain. Of course, it's going to cause tremendous amounts of controversy. We're going to give you the latest updated numbers and kind of thought processes that we're hearing the Lions going through and who might be there at number two and what the Lions might do when it comes to the draft. We've had the odds shift a little bit. Aiden Hutchinson's numbers to go overall number one are down a little bit. So we'll get into that. And then, as I mentioned, I got some really good golf leans that I want you to stay in touch with over the weekend, as you can obviously bet them live on Bet Rivers, and it's a great it's a great way to make some money. I like making pre-tournament bets, but I always can hedge throughout the tournament, and especially there's the ability to cash them out and then kind of re you know kind of back your bet up with someone else. Let's say you've got two I, earlier this season. I had two of the top three going into a final round, so I was able to kind of sprinkle on a couple of the other guys that were in the top four and really kind of protect my investment because the two guys I had in that tournament. Uh, the, the lowest was 35 to 1, and one guy was 50 to 1. So I was able to kind of back my bets up and make sure. And I, I, that was one of the outrights we had uh, with Homa. So it's one of these things where you've got such an advantage betting golf these days, especially with places like Bet Rivers, where you can do the pre tournament bets, you can do after every round, you can do the live, you know, in, in progress bets. So we'll get into who I'm on this weekend. The, the week, this is a good time to bet golf if you don't bet it a lot. The week before the Masters, you've got a, a you know, a pretty good field, better field than normal. 
than you would with a lot of the top players because most of the top players are going to sit out and get ready for Augusta, obviously, which is the biggest tournament in many people's eyes in the, the golf calendar. But you do still have a strong field because remember the Masters has a smaller field. It's not a full 156-plus type field that we have in the U.S. Open and the PGA Championship and the Open Championship. So you've got some more top players who are going to be playing this than wouldn't before maybe the U.S. Open the week before that or the PGA Championship week before that. And I got some great, I think I got some great value plays for you. And there's never been a person that has won the Masters that won the week before. So that's why I'm going with some guys that I think will definitely be able to contend possibly if they're even playing in the Masters. But I feel like you're not going to have a guy that's, you know, really alive when it comes for the Masters, uh, you know, that's playing in the Valero Texas Open as well. So we'll get into all that coming straight up right here on the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast brought to you by our great friends at Bat Rivers. No more football? No problem. Bat Rivers Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, and more. Don't miss out on Bat Rivers' many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same-game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. So in news that came out yesterday on Wednesday, and of course is surefire to cause a lot of controversy. And people, I, I just, I understand, because I've talked about this on, on 97.1 and on various shows that I've done over the last several years, you know, many different times. And I understand why people get frustrated. I've had some very good conversations about this particular issue, but I still don't totally get a lot of the frustration. I mean, I, I understand where some of it comes from, but a lot of it seems silly to me. And, and of course it's Colin Kaepernick. And he was named the honorary captain for the Wolverines by Jim Harbaugh for their spring game coming up on Saturday. Does it really mean that much to be an honorary captain for a spring game? No. But it's, you know, Harbaugh doing what he does best sometimes, for better or worse, which is, you know, cause some buzz, get some attention on the program. I think that the most important thing, well, not the most important thing, the thing that will be talked about the most uh, out of the spring game is probably going to be Kaepernick. And not, you know, what J.J. McCarthy does and other players do and what the you know Wolverines can do without Aiden Hutchinson and who's going to fill in those gaps. That's going to be the biggest talking point. And that's for better or worse, like I mentioned. But to me, and I understand there are many of you out there that got mad about the pig socks or that I'm kneeling for the anthem. The fact that he was blackballed to me, and I know that some of you disagree with me, and like I mentioned, I've had some great discussions over the years with this. It's ridiculous. This is a guy that went to a Super Bowl, was yards away from winning a Super Bowl, and that lights went out in the Superdome Super Bowl against the Ravens. Was trying to you know, use his platform to shine a light on, you know, racial profiling and systemic racism and police brutality. And I understand that he wasn't perfect all the time with it. And I've talked to many former veterans that said that the reason they served was because, you know, people like Colin Kaepernick or whoever, whomever have the ability to choose to kneel for the anthem or not kneel for the anthem, that that, that's the rights that they fought to protect, freedom of speech. Yet there are a lot of people that that feel like he's disrespecting the flag. And I get all different sides. The bottom line, though, is that, we need to do better in this country. I think that all of you can agree with that. I mean, I know there's people that are racist out there that won't agree with that, but the high majority of you and people that even we, you and I might disagree, we have disagreed, but as I mentioned, I was lucky enough to have some great conversations throughout the year, you know, throughout the years with, with this Colin Kaepernick stuff and sometimes, you know, full shows on it where we might disagree, but we kind of understood where each was coming from. To me, 
The bottom line for me is this is a guy that, yes, you might disagree with some of the ways he did it, but he basically sacrificed his career. And yeah, I know he made some money doing it with Nike, etc. But he sacrificed his career. I'm sure he didn't think about this was going to happen the way he did it first, but to stand up for something and to stand up for minorities and stand up for the systemic racism that's been an issue in this country for obviously, you know, centuries. And to stand up for police brutality, which has been a problem in this country for a long time, obviously, especially against minorities. And to be blackballed and to not have a job. And I know that there's a possibility maybe he comes back, that there's rumors that, you know, some teams might be interested, that he's in the best shape of his life. Either way, the fact that he's the honorary captain for, captain for Michigan is going to cause nothing but divisiveness on both sides of this issue. I think it's great. I love it. I love it. You know, Michigan is a very forward thinking university. Obviously, very liberal, and they're trying to shine a light on on good, positive messaging. And I'm not saying that they were behind it. It was obviously Harbaugh's decision, but I I love it. I love that he's going to be the honorary captain. But I know that I already, when I tweeted out on Wednesday, people are already up in arms. I'm no longer a Michigan fan. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm done with them. I'm going to go become a Tennessee fan or some other. I saw some stuff on Twitter. If you want to see it on my Twitter, DanLeachNinety71. You know, let's just not be silly. It's a guy that's an honorary captain for a spring game. It's not the end of the world. It shouldn't make you not want to be a Michigan fan if you're anti-Colin Kaepernick. I don't understand why many of you are anti-Colin Kaepernick. I, well, I understand why, but I just disagree with it. And let this be about the kids and getting some, you know, shining some light on that and what Colin Kaepernick's been trying to do. Um, that's 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 where I'm at with this. But that was some big news that, of course, came out yesterday and, and definitely turned a lot of people off. And... Definitely got people like me excited for the fact that this guy that, you know, is trying everything he can to make this country better. I know some of you disagree with that. Uh, is going to be the honorary captain for the Wolverines. Also, as I mentioned, golf action for you. And we've talked about golf a lot in this, this show. I'm going to continue to help you bet golf, win at golf. I've had five outright winners so far this season. It's my one of my favorite things to bet. You can win thousands of hours betting 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks. And this, to me, is a great spot to bet golf. Because you look at the week before the Masters, as I mentioned, you have a little better field than normal. And you got Rory in this field and Jordan Spieth, Corey Connors, Matsuyama, who got hurt and had to withdraw a couple weeks ago in the players, uh, DeChambeau, Siwoo Kim. You've got some of the better, you know, top 10, 20 players in the world that are going to be in the Masters, but are deciding to play this. And obviously, Hideki Matsuyama is the defending champ and decide, you know, to play the week before, which you've never had a Masters winner win the Masters and have won previously the week before, which is for a while now, been this Valero Texas Open. So to me, I've got, I've identified five different players that I have some bets on. Most of them are full unit plays for me. One of them is like a half unit play. And to me, it's going to be one of these guys that either is not in the Masters or I don't think has a great chance of winning the Masters because I think that thing is going to hold true. Or you're not going to see someone win back-to-back weeks leading into the Masters. It's never happened in the history of the PGA Tour. So just for betting purposes, Jordan Spieth and McElroy, the favorites. McElroy, the overall favorite, around 7-1 to right now at Bet Rivers. Corey Connors, uh, the third favorite, uh, around 16-1. to Matsuyama, 17-1. DeChambeau, 24-1. There's your top five. I've got to play on Gary Woodland. We've already seen his odds kind of drop a little bit. Uh, there were some 31s out there. Bet Rivers right now, you've got Gary Woodland. And around 29 to 1, he didn't play in the match play. He's been able to kind of rest and, and get ready for this. So I think that there's a you know a lot of value on taking a guy like a Gary Woodland that is just due for a win and has played pretty darn well uh, this season so far. 
So that's where I'm at uh, with my first selection, Gary Woodland. Uh, actually, down to 28 to 1, I apologize, at Bet Rivers. Adam Hadwin, this course suits him well. He's had success there before. I like Adam Hadwin. He right now is 35 to 1 at Bet Rivers. Chris Kirk, he's one of the top favorites of this tournament, 30 to 1 right now at Bet Rivers. Uh, I have a play on Chris Kirk. Patton Kaziri, another guy that is, uh, you know, this course suits really well. He is at 50 to 1. Uh, and then I've got a half unit play on Rasmus Hogard, uh, who right now at Bet Rivers is floating around 80 to 1. Uh, so he's kind of a long shot play for me. But those are guys that I think you got to stay in touch with over the weekend. And it definitely can be a, an opportunity for you to bet live in progress after each of the rounds. And, you know, there's one other player that I did not make a play on, but I definitely like the value. And that's Abraham Answer. I mean, he's one of the better players in the world. He's obviously had, a, you know, a lot of success this season on the PGA Tour. And you're getting him at 20 to 1, which isn't great. But in a field without, you know, John Rahm and Dustin Johnson and some other of the top players, you know, the best player in this field, Rory McIlroy, based on rankings and obviously on the odds. And you got Hideki Matsuyama in here as well. I think there is some value on Abraham Answer. I'm going to see what happens day one. Maybe he doesn't have like a great day, but he's, you know, one under par or even par. And he's in contact, but his odds go from maybe to 20 to 1 to 30 or 35 to 1. If you've got someone that's out to, a, you know, racing out to a lead, I might use him as a, as a hedge play coming up on Friday or over the weekend. So those are the guys to keep in touch with when it comes to the Valero Texas Open. All right, we're going to get into the latest odds on the Lions, well, the overall number one pick in the NFL draft, as well as what the Lions can do at number two. We've had some stuff shift. We'll get into all that coming up next, right here on the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by Bat Rivers. Bat Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, BetRivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. So the big news, of course, this week, Lions on Hard Knocks. Cannot wait for that for training camp coming up in August. But some other news has been happening when it comes to what might happen at the overall number one spot in the NFL draft, as well as what the Lions might do at number two. Remember, Aiden Hutchinson as much as minus $400 uh, going back two, three weeks, you know, pre-combine and during the combine to go overall number one. I still believe that not only is he not a lock to go number one, but there's a great chance he will be there at two for the Lions. You know, the Jaguars, you know, he is the best prospect in the draft, Aiden Hutchinson. But the Jaguars need, you know, they, they, I know they re-signed Cam Robinson uh, or franchised him, so they don't need an offensive tackle as much. But when you look at what Evan Neal could bring, when you look at Ekem Okwanu uh, from NC State, what he could bring, they could go offensive lineman. Also, they could go Trayvon Walker, the DE from Georgia. And I think that it's going to probably come down to those two players, Hutch or Walker, for the Lions if, you know, obviously it doesn't work out. With one of those two and the other ones there, let's just say Hutchinson goes first and the Lions for some reason have maybe faded a little bit on Walker or, or vice versa if Walker goes first and maybe for some reason I don't think it would happen, the Lions would kind of fade a little bit on Hutchinson. There's a chance they could trade down, but I just think that it's going to be one of those two players and the odds have shifted a little bit when it comes to the overall number one pick. I mean, right now, you're looking at Hutch being about minus 250. I think it's possible he might be 50-50, even money or minus 110. Cub draft day, April 28th, out there in Las Vegas. So he's minus 250, you know, kind of consensusly 
right now to be overall number one. Walker is plus 330. Equanu uh, is 12 to 1. Evan Neal is 14 to 1. And then Kayvon Thibodeau, who I doubt is going to go number one, but definitely would still be alive for that, would be uh, at 25 to 1. And Malik Willis, who I doubt is going to go number one. The Lions actually might possibly, there's a chance they could take him at number two. Uh, he is 35 to 1. Kenny Pickett, 75 to 1 if the Lions went with a quarterback. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be either Aiden Hutchinson, overall one, or it's going to be Trayvon Walker. And Walter Football, one of my favorite mock draft sites, has moved Trayvon Walker into the Lions slot at two. Still has Hutch for the Jags at number one, but mentions that the Jaguars don't need another edge rusher. They have good talent in the position, but he doesn't believe they could pass up on the best prospect in the 2022 NFL draft, which of course is Hutch. He believed that, you know, was Kayvon Thibodeau before, but they definitely feel, you know, you know his group there, uh, him and Charlie Campbell, that it is Hutchinson overall number one right now in the best talent in this draft. But when you look at what Trayvon Walker can, you know, can do, uh, he is a wrecking machine himself. Lions definitely need an edge rusher. It's going to be one of those two guys, I believe, if the Lions stay there. I mean, will Thibodeau be in play? Of course. Uh, but right now, uh, Walter Football is, the, is Walker going for the Lions. Number three is Evan Neal going to the Houston Texans, who of course need an offensive tackle. And the Jets taking Thibodeau at overall four. Number five would be Equanu to the Giants, who need an offensive tackle as well. Then he actually has Kenny Pickett going uh, six to the Panthers. I would not take Kenny Pickett in the top three or four. To be honest, I actually like Malik Willis more, but Kenny Pickett is pretty darn great. And for a long time, Walter Football had the Lions mocking Drake London, the wide receiver from USC at number two. You're not taking a you know, a wide receiver at two for the Lions, A, and B, you're not taking Drake London at overall number two either. That's why if the Lions were in love with Drake London or someone like that, or a Pickett or Willis, could trade down and get some more picks with someone that really wants to jump up and maybe get, uh, you know, a Thibodeau if Hutch goes one or get Walker. So we'll see. But that there's definitely been some movement on this. And I think closer to draft day, Hutch might be closer to 50-50, even money, to go overall number one, because like I said, and like Walter Football said, the Jaguars do not need an edge rusher. I mean, obviously anyone can use a great generational talent like a Hutch or a Thibodeau or a Walker, but they don't need it as bad as they need an offensive lineman and some other stuff. You know, Trevor Lawrence needs protection. So we know that offensive tackles, especially left tackles, going overall number one, you know, it's it's a, it's a, a common occurrence because it's so important to have a, a lockdown you know, offensive tackle to protect young quarterbacks. As we know, quarterbacks rule the rooster, the key uh, in the NFL these days. So it's going to be very interesting to see some of the smoke signals that come out. We see these all the time. I have to talk to some of my friends down that read these wacky websites that sometimes agents will even reach out to or people will pick up on rumors on Twitter and it's completely false stuff. I mean, the, the odds are that Hutchinson will go number one, but I don't think the Jaguars know for sure. And the Lions definitely don't know for sure if he goes number one, who they would take right now. Although some signs with people I trust that cover the Lions, we're going to have Dave Burkett and others on leading up to the draft for the inside scoop on this, that Walker would be probably the pick at number two if Hutch doesn't go number one. But seeing those odds drop from about minus 400 at their height to minus 250 for Hutch going number one, some other players are in play, including obviously Walker, Neil, Thibodeau possibly even himself. Uh, I doubt it, though. And, and of course, Aquanu uh, at number one. So that's where we're at uh, with the Lions draft and what's possible for them at two. But what's going to be fascinating to do is watch whoever that pick is, especially if it's Hutchinson, the local kid, uh, on hard knocks. I cannot wait to see Dan Campbell, the hilarious Jamal Williams, all the different storylines. 
and you know Brad Holmes behind the scenes. I'm sure they're going to be in the Lions' war room for the draft. You know to get that stuff ready for the the show in the fall in, in the end of the summer. Uh, it's going to be great to have the Lions feature on Hard Knocks for the first time. And at Bet Rivers right now, the futures are out. Of course, you can bet all the you know to win the NFC title, to win the Super Bowl, all that different stuff is out. And we've gone through that in recent weeks, and we'll continue to do so. Uh, but on the Lions markets, they've got yes or no to make the playoffs right now. The yes is plus four eighty five. The no is minus 835. I don't really like either side of that. Uh, the Lions are a playoff team in 2023 uh, or 2022-23. But boy, you're getting almost 5-1. to one, And we've seen what the, the Bengals did to turn themselves around. It's a league filled with parity. To get the Lions at, at almost 5-1, to one, especially to get a player like a Hutch or a Trayvon Walker at uh, overall number two, could really, I mean, one guy doesn't make the, you know, the world of difference, they make a huge difference. I mean, one guy can't win you a title unless it's probably a, a quarterback, but you have to have the other pieces around with that, and uh, that can make a huge difference whoever the Lions get at number two. And then the total for wins right now at Bet Rivers is six. Remember last year it was four and a half, three and a half to four and a half. Uh, the over is six minus 104. The under is six minus 125. That is right where I think it should be. The Lions should improve. They should win six or seven games in 2022. Uh, to me, I think the play on this would be the over because you're laying, you know, minus 104 as far as the juice goes. I think the Lions will be much improved based on what they were last year. They were competitive in a lot of games. And with the way the league is filled with parity, like I mentioned, I think the Lions have a great chance to be a 7-10 and 10 type of team in the 17-game schedule. And uh, at worst, get to 6-11, and 11, and you'd push that bet. So that's where I'm at right now. We'll see how the Lions do in the draft. And hopefully no other, uh, no major injuries leading into training camp and, of course, the preseason later on in the summer. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us today here on the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast. Full preview and in-depth selections for the Final Four coming up on Saturday night. We'll do it on the Fantastic Friday show uh, coming up tomorrow. But thanks so much for listening. Please continue to rate, share, and subscribe. You guys all mean so much to me. I've had some great feedback on the show. We'll continue to get you winners out there, make you money, entertain you, and keep things moving forward with this great city of Detroit and its great sports teams, but especially the ability to bet on all of them now and finding great value in that, as well as other teams around the country as well. It's all about winning, friends. Until next time, though, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, saying have a fine, fine Thursday. Get ready for the weekend. I'm out.